It's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Steve. I've mentioned a bunch of times before I listened to Dan Lebitard's show. It's the only radio show I can think of that has impacted my life ever. Mm. And just the quality is unmatched. Mm. And now, granted, it's a daily podcast, but everybody says that's the future and radio's dead anyway. Is that what I gotta go. I gotta go on to monster.com. And Kyle. So I had never known, uh, it's an orchestra, right? Yeah. Was under the stage. Like in front, yeah, kind of tucked under. So I forget what it was. Maybe it was watching Hamilton. And I see some guy walk up and I'm like, hey, they're letting a fan on the stage. (laughs) Was he gonna go crowd surfing? He's like, I make a wish. Now, here they are, two guys who are living in style, Steve and Kyle. Heard from a lot of people, Steve, had that same thought that I did about Broadway and musicals. (laughs) They're just, they let anybody up there. Yeah, it's like a rock show. Aren't there some bands still that, you know, you can run up on stage at the end or some type of nonsense and oh, well i mean you gotta feel like every week a video from a foo fighters show goes viral where dave Grohl pulls a six-year-old girl up on stage right. and then she like shreds a drum solo today's day and age it makes much more sense to do that as a um innocent child mm-hmm. rather than a grown adult who you don't really know intent with a grown adult you know you could get hugged you could be mauled you could Mm -hmm. be um just happy to see you yeah so dave's playing it safe yeah the six-year-old girl dave's like mr good guy in terms of rock isn't he like what a weird thing like they do no granted they're not heavy metal by any means but they do rock music right there's no disputing the type of music they perform right and he's pretty universally regarded as good guy. It'd be hard-pressed to find someone who said something bad about him. I'm sure Courtney Love. Yeah, Courtney Love uh, at some has, point. has made it a point to say that he's not a not a great guy. She doesn't... I don't know. He he has a lot more people in his corner saying, yes, he is. Yeah. Like, in terms of fellow musicians, uh, every interaction you read about with fans, wherever they encounter him, he seems to be a, a really mm-hmm. good family guy. Is there anybody else like that i mean because i'm even looking at the classic figures right i mean mm. and you know there's christmas music around nowadays because we are in the the holiday season, Steve. Holiday season. like bing crosby didn't he beat the holy hell out of his family all the yeah. time i mean frank i don't know why i said yeah to that i have no idea i'm pretty sure bing crosby was uh i'm gonna noted, take your word on it i'll um, take it look bing crosby allegedly mm-hmm. uh brother physically uh son Accused Bing of physical and mental abuse. Okay. Um, That's pretty terrible. Yeah, that was back in the 80s. I don't even know if he was still kicking back then, old Bing. Was he the last Bing we made? Mm. Was Bing Crosby the last Bing? That's that's one for the poll. But a lot of those people from that era, I mean, you even look at Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra was a known... Famous Bings. Like... Not philan- I don't know if he was a philanderer, was he? I mean, he was, but he would sleep with so. anything, yeah. right? I mean, and, and I'm, he was married and he had 
Uh-huh. Again, we need someone to uh, <laughs> to fact check these. Zach, we're looking your way. I just I wonder because Dave Grohl might be. It, it seems like he's a unicorn in that regard. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. historically, a probably a bit of a unicorn. Um. Now going back to famous Bings, of course we have the yeah. famous German rabbi, seventeen fifty two to eighteen forty one, Abraham Bing. No, no, no. I need first name. Bing. Oh, okay. I was going to say we got plenty of we got Andrew Bing, Annie Bing, Bernice Bing, Brandon I know Dave Bing, Bing Cham- was Bing. a politician in Michigan as well as an athlete. So I got last name Bing, unacceptable. Was Bing Crosby the last Bing that was made? I think <laughs> that was made. Yeah, I don't uh, think any family since Bing no, Crosby. No, there's a. Well, he was born in 1916. The American baseball executive Bing Divine. Ah, oh, Bing Divine. What? So, 1916 was he born before or after Bing Crosby? I don't know. Um, that's uh, hot on the heels of the American musician Bing Futch. Oh, Bing Futch. <laughs> you know, Bing. Uh, what's what's the baseball guy's name? Bing. What was it? The one that you said? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I already clicked on another article. <laughs> You think oh, you uh, said Bing, was, Bing Divine. Bing Divine was 1913. Bing Crosby, 1903. Mm. 1903, obviously. the now, How does this happen? His brothers get nicknamed Larry and Bob. <laughs> what were their actual so names? So what happened to the parents where they go, ah, 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 Bing? And now that I'm looking at it, Bing is a nickname. We should have guessed that. Yeah. We fact-checked ourselves there. Harry Lillis Crosby Jr., Bing also known as so yeah he uh not a, not in the same vein mm. as Dave Grohl but it's funny no, because I'll Dave bet Grohl. you the estate of Bing Crosby right now and I always wonder how this works with holiday music mm-hmm. cuz Bing Crosby had a, a long career right he was very popular sure sang for you know between the I think it was like the 30s and the 50s he acted I know that so how does that work with his estate? Is that still worth tens of millions of dollars now? I, yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I guess it's all based on how contracts were worded when they were signed and things like that. But I, yeah, I have no idea. Is there, I is mean, there we, any money there at all? I have his net worth at death. But you know how that goes with... Um, family and estates mm-hmm. and probate and everything next thing you know that money is divvied up to obviously much lesser right. talented more abused children yeah and it's not exactly growing any further but there has to be something like who gets those checks is what i'm wondering who the gets royalties. the crosby checks from uh what is it's the most wonderful time of the year so january one they're like well <laughs> we got another daddy's uh December paychecks come right. in, so we're going to be good for yeah. a few months. Yeah, you figure the months of November, December, and maybe January, you're getting some nice checks, but slim pickings throughout the other nine months of the year. Single, yeah. So I'm trying to get to. He was worth at death in 1977 over 60 million dollars. Wow. In the 70s. Yeah, I wonder what that translated. Two it's, Gordon Lightfoots. In wow. the 70s, would you take today He's worth a couple Lightfoots? Would you take Two Crosbys for one Lightfoot today. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The other way around. Two Lightfoots for one Crosby. For one Crosby now or? Well, Crosby now would be 118. And what's? So let's say 
70-year-old Crosby, one of them, two 82-year-old Gordos. Lightfoots. What was Lightfoot worth? 30. No, I'll, t- I'll take I'll take a Crosby all day. You're gonna take the yeah. you're gonna take okay yeah. I mean that's that's a fair deal. It's I the, feel uh, like it's that, the bird in the hand, the two in the bush. Look, I feel like the 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 music of uh, of the holidays is going to live on forever. At some point, like no radio stations are spinning Gordon Lightfoot these days. Yes, by the way, we are talking once again about Gordon Lightfoot. Should we replace? We retired the bit, the Kenny Rogers fact of the week. Yeah. Should we bring it back as the Gordon Lightfoot fact of the week? I think we need to do something different with it. We need to workshop this a bit. Because we can't just go back to the well, the fact well. That's no fun. we got to show our creative side. <laughs> but there's, there's just so much to talk about. And by the way, we have been corrected. I understand. I get it. Gordon Lightfoot had multiple hits. Sundown, we were listening to it before yes, we, we started recording. That's a great song. Yeah. I don't know how any of his songs got played on the radio. They, they're I, not exactly man. radio hits, by, obviously by today's standard. I think none Sundown of those songs. Was. Yeah, Sundown was number one. Yeah. Reached number one in the Hot 100. But the 70s were a different time. There wasn't exactly... Uh, Do we pull up a karaoke of Sundown? No, no, we can't. We can't. I would be curious, and, and I, now that we're down the old Gordon Lightfoot rabbit hole, <laughs> what do you think came in... Number two, the week that Sundown released, or the oh. week that Sundown was number one on the Billboard charts. What year was it? 1974. God. It reached uh, number one on the Hot 100 and Easy Listening charts, and number 13 on the Hot Country Singles charts. Wow, crossover hit. I would have to... Mm. Now, granted, it's going to take me some digging because I'm, I don't know how to navigate... Uh, archives of mm-hmm. the Billboard Hot 100. But I am curious about what came in behind Gordon Lightfoot. Is this one of those where you look back at, you know, the first MTV VMA, or no, was it the first Grammy for rock band went to Jethro Tall? Yeah, Jethro Tall. Over Metallica. Over, over Metallica. <laughs> Just remarkable that that happens. Yeah. Is this one of those? Where I don't know. I like, need to. All right. So what was the date? Well, it was released in March of 1974. Billboard Top 100 from 1974. 1974. Yeah. Um, and then he also had other songs that I guess you could classify as hits, but they're not as recognizable as The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald and Sundown. All right. So overall for the year 1974, this must be the uh, this is the hot, top Hot 100 singles of 1974. Uh, overall, looks like Sundown was number twenty-seven. So a solid year. So of the fifty of the fifty-two weeks, it plopped right in the middle in terms of number one hits that were mm-hmm. oh, uh, that were that year. Let's see there. Let's see there was uh, the number one overall hit on the Billboard Top One Hundred that year. Mm-hmm. The way we were, Barbara Streisand. Oh, look at that! Seasons in the Sun, Terry Jacks, Love's Theme from Love Unlimited Orchestra. Come and Get Your Love from Redbone, Dancing Machine, The Jackson 5, The Locomotion, Grand Funk Railroad, uh, TSOP, that's The Sound of Philadelphia from MFSB. Everybody's talking about it. (laughs) Benny and the Jets. Aretha Franklin up there. Cool and the Gang. All right. I have the calendar open, Steve, 
for 1970s, mm-hmm. and I am trying to navigate my way to March. Mid-February, boy, uh, we are in early March. Terry Jacks, okay, season in the sun, yep. yeah, knocked off Barbara Streisand with the way we were. Wow, overtaking number three, Spiders and Snakes, <laughs> by Jim Stafford. All right, so we're at number five before we get to a song I recognize, which is Jungle Boogie by uh, Cool and the cool Gang. Gang. Yeah, so that is early March. So let me go to late March here because again, this song came out on the on March twenty four. This very well could not have happened in March. A lot of music is yeah. so different now. The way it's tracked, the way it's uh, released and everything. So music back then, that song may not have been released into onto radio mm-hmm. until like August. So let's see. Boy, this song, this song charted all around the world. Canadian RPM top singles, it was number one. Oh, really? Uh, South Africa it was number one. U.S. Billboard Hot 100, number one. U.S. Billboard Easy Listening, number one. Yugoslavian singles chart, it was number two. The U.K. singles chart, number 33. It was uh, number 16 in the Netherlands, number 14 in Ireland. A legitimate worldwide hit. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Lightfoot's only single. To reach number one. Huh. I guess that's all there is to say about that. Uh, In recap, that was... Huh. How about that? Gordon charting in... What did you say? Germany? Ireland? Yugoslavia? I don't know why I'm having such trouble tracking down which week that thing went number one. Doesn't matter. Makes me think it's all a lie. And that the uh, the living estate yeah. of uh, of Gordon Lightfoot is swindling us right now, and making us think that they were actually number one when he wasn't. Yeah. Do you think is Gordon still out there doing the merch tables? Eighty two signing CDs worth thirty mil. Can't be. You're worth that much. You don't do merch. No. You're not out there hawking CDs and DVDs of one of your concerts from. Yeah. Oh, this is 92 at Cobo Hall. By the way, it was uh, number one on June 29th, 1972. June 29th. Thank you very much, Steve. Now I can uh, get my way there to see who, and we can close this loop, on who was number two the week Gordon got to number one. So Gordon jumped from number three to number one. It was on the chart, though. I got this. I already got it. I already have it. I pulled up. All right. Sundown was on the charts before it reached number one for 12 weeks. Okay. So that's what I'm talking. It's so weird. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Songs and singles now, Steve, it's out in three days. Like, did you know Kanye West released an album like a month ago? Oh, Donda? Donda? No no idea. It's in and out of the the pop culture cycle. That was a big thing because he was, uh, he kept teasing it, teasing it, teasing it, teasing it. And then he'd have a listening party or a listening event. People would show up and he'd play it, but then he still wouldn't release it. Yeah. I am comfortable saying with a quick scan. This is a justified number one. Number two. Have you ever heard of Bo Donaldson in the Haywoods? Because that sounds. Have I? That sounds awfully similar to like Buddy Holly in the. What crickets. are they? The what? The cr- Buddy Holly in the crickets. Were they the crickets? Yeah. 
So Bo Donaldson comes along, 20-some years later, decides to try to replicate that with the song Billy Don't Be a Hero. Oh, yeah, of course. That was number two. I, it's wonder first. That's, I wonder if it's one of those songs that you'd know it as soon as you heard it, but you just never knew the it name of it. It was number one the week before. Yeah. Number two the week before, now number three. Band called The Stylistics. Okay, I've heard of The Stylistics. You Make Me Feel Brand New. That's got to be that the... That sounds vaguely... You make, no, nope, that's, that's, that's not it. Woman. That's Natural Woman. Yeah. That's not it. And I would like to play these, but we uh, we don't want to have to scrub yeah, the I mean, podcast. We, we could we we could play them where we would just hear them in our headphones, but you wouldn't hear them listening. Just a very very quick rundown of the rest of the top ten. This is why I'm saying I pretty justified number one. Uh, number four is William Devon. Be thankful for what you got. Olivia Newton John. If you love me, let me know. Mm-hmm. I'm get is that from Greece, or is know. that just did she have a solo oh, yeah. album before Greece? So that's why no, that no, made no, it. Never mind. That's meatloaf. Oh, yeah. Meatloaf John. <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen meatloaf and Olivia Newton-John in the same place no. at the same time? No, you haven't. And you know why? They're the same person. They're the same, yeah. same person. And that is the history of, of the mystery. mystery. Um, the Hughes Corporation rock the boat. Oh, no, I remember that. Rock the boat, don't rock the boat. Really? My 70s, I know nothing from the 70s. And, uh, I mean, I don't really know much either. That could be completely wrong as well. Hollywood Swinging by Cool and the Gang. Number eight, Paul McCartney and Wings. Oh, Band on the Run. I love that song. Was that kind of his first foray after the Beatles? 74. That has to be pretty close, right? Yeah, probably. um, When did John get the old heave-ho from life? That was in 80. Oh, okay. So, but, but this been, was when they were they split been, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Split up for, uh, Apologies for to a couple the years. Lennon family and Yoko. George was McRae, that, Rock you Your Baby. Old, was that the old heave-ho from life? Okay. I said heave-ho. I shouldn't have said it that way. No. <laughs> because where was he being heave-hoed from? Earth. Earth. <laughs> I mean, the existential plane. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, yeah. Got shot. Yeah. And uh, John Denver, Annie's song, number 10. Those are the okay. top 10 from that week. Uh, the only reason that uh, Gordo got back in there at number one, I think he ran into quite a light summer in terms of big hot hits mm. in 1974 because yeah. he was bumped off the following week by Rock the Boat by the Hughes Corporation. Yeah. Man, a deep dive into... Spring and early summer, hot 100 on the Billboard charts. Yeah, oh boy, that big that summer was uh, Radar Love from Golden Earring. There's such a weird sect of people. Like I know Jimmy Pardo, listening to his podcast. There's a whole channel I think on Sirius XM that's a full rewind, and they play the top 20 mm-hmm. from this week and a random year. Sometime yeah, it's like hey. You know, it's November whatever mm-hmm. from 1982. We're going to go over the top. We're going to play the top 10 songs from that week. And that's people are fat, but that's the same. Well, that's uh, the, uh, there are plenty of classic rock radio stations. One of them here in town in the building that I work in that each weekend they do the um, uh, like Casey's top 40 or Casey's coast yes. to coast or whatever. And uh, that's exactly what it is. They play all of the music 
and all of the original recordings of Casey Kasem from American Top 40. Fascinating. From that year. It's it's incredible that they preserved all of it. And it sounds so good. I love listening to it. I Here's what I wonder. has the, Do you have to hit a certain age? Is there an age group that you have to get to where you start thinking, boy, you know these TV shows nowadays, ah, kids, mm. whatever happened to Columbo? <laughs> yeah. And so at night, instead know. of watching new programming or new movies, whatever, you're finding whatever it's called nowadays, antenna TV, mm-hmm. you know, f- throwback TV. Yeah, laugh TV. Yeah, that shows you those old programs. And you're like, this is this was just a better time. And you turn on Dick Van no. Dyke. No, I mean, there we are in. I know that people would argue, but this is the golden age of entertainment of television. There are so many options. Anyone who sits yeah. there and says, oh, there's nothing good on TV. Like, you're just not looking. But I. Is it the golden age of entertain of entertainment or is it just the golden age of options? Because obviously there's no. never been more services that you can get content from whether it's yeah on your computer or youtube or your phone with youtube or streaming services that you know tech companies provide like apple tv and yeah. you know it's i mean i think it's i think it's kind of both definitely the golden age of options we have more options now than ever before um, yeah and just because there are so many options by default there are going to be so many more good things to watch it's just incredible content like I could go through every one of the streaming providers, like all the, you know, like the five big ones, whether it's uh, Netflix, Apple TV, HBO Max or HBO Go, whatever it's called, um, Hulu. I can think of at least two shows on each of them that are just phenomenal. Because it's fascinating to me. My my parents infuriate me with this. They have standard cable, which I, we dished three, four years ago now. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they have access to a, a, a bunch of the streaming services that we have because of the way it goes. Everybody, yeah. everybody shares, right? So I yeah. have my brother's this, that I have yours, this, that, mm-hmm. whatever. That's the way it goes. And my, my folks have logins to some of the things that my brother and I have that we pay for. And yet we'll talk, I'll talk to them on a weekend day or whatever. Ah, it's just nothing on TV. <laughs> and I want to go over there and ring them by the neck yeah. and say, what are you talking about? There's so There's much. too much. There's, There's just too much. too much. Like you have to hit a stage if you're like me, and now I've I've loved television, entertainment, and movies in that f- forever. Mm-hmm. Always loved going to the movies. Like I love the experience, and I love being immersed in different worlds and mm-hmm. these stories that very talented storytellers can tell, whether it's television or movies. But you, if you really, really care, really care, you could give yourself a panic attack because there's no earthly way you can no. consume. A, a, a small percentage of what's being released on a daily basis. And the problem is, Steve, is if you don't consume it and you do three months later, nobody cares. Yeah. it. Go talk I Squid have, Game with somebody today. I know. It's funny. It's funny how quickly it hits the news cycle and then it's gone. But I have such anxiety with stuff like that because uh, we started watching Succession. We watched the first two or three episodes of it. And we're... Uh, I mean, we're behind by two seasons because it's in the third season it now. Is. It's, it launched third season two weeks ago, and I feel like, oh man, now I have to, I have to binge this whole thing because I'm, in, I'm such in that mindset. Uh, gone are the days of, well, it's on on Thursday nights. Can't wait to see what happens right. next week. But until then, I have my Friday night show, 
And then uh, come the weekend, you know, I got this show. And then next week, oh, I love my Tuesday night show where you could simultaneously watch five or six shows at a time. Yeah. I feel like I can't do that anymore. Because my my brain is so programmed where it's like, all right, I'm watching this show right now. I'm invested. I know who these characters are. Mm -hmm. I don't have room in here for another plot line from another show. I had this issue a little bit with two shows that I've binge watched in the last year, Yellowstone and Succession. Mm Mm-hmm. I watched the first. I watched the two seasons of Succession long enough ago, though more than a little over a year. So that way, I'm done. And now TV shows do these long layoffs, whether mm-hmm. it's for creative reasons or coronavirus, whatever. And Succession started, and I was like ten minutes in. I had to pause it and go through the HBO menu yeah. to see, like the recap. Do you have a four yeah. minute recap? Because I remember the main storyline of how yeah. it ended. I don't know who, why he's here. <laughs> I don't remember this guy at all. Yeah, it's it's funny. We watched the first, like I said, two or three episodes of it. And now I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked uh, on the side gig yeah. last week. Is anyone on that show, again, I'm two episodes in, is anyone on that show even remotely likable? One becomes likable. And I don't know if he's debuted yet. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've seen. Have you have you in, uh, watched any of the scenes with cousin Greg? Yes. Okay. He's yeah. I think he's basically in it from the. I think he is was he? in the first episode. And again, that's what I mean. It's yeah. it's been so long. I, I yeah. don't remember. Uh, yeah. He is the only one. Just and, a buffoon. And, and likable. And likable is not the right term because he's he's the dumb. He's so stupid. He's that very you feel dumb. Sad. For yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's a show full of anti heroes. Yeah. Not even. I don't even know if that's the right term. They're not. I don't even no, think, don't they're think they're playing under the guys that they want to do good. Yeah, because and and well, plus an anti-hero, you're kind of you're rooting for like the Tony Soprano. Tony Soprano is was the, an anti-hero. the pinnacle of yes. the anti-hero, and even though he was a terrible person that did bad things, you still rooted for him. Right, and I mean, they but really, none of these people so far in succession. You don't root for any of them. No, I'm like God. No. These are all they're all just leeches. Yeah, Tony Soprano was on a tour of colleges with his teenage daughter right still found time to follow and stalk a former fbi informant and murder him yeah. spoiler while alert. on the road jeez I mean, and i cared about him living more yeah than i do any of the characters from succession yeah. just because of the way they act but yeah i got everyone said oh my god from the first episode you're gonna love it and i haven't found that to be the case yet it I, takes a little that that show is it's it's not a fall in love with it from day one. Yeah, no. The you, first couple episodes, I was like, all right, I could stop watching this and yes. be fine. But I want to stick with it just because of all of the people that I know whose opinions I trust yeah. with movie and TV. Um, I trust that it's go- that I'm going to get hooked at some point. We're also at an age, you and I both, where it's very important at this stage mid, in our mid life. Mid to late 30s. Yeah, mid to late 30s, as we've discussed, where... What I like to call uh, walk around TV is important. We have kids. Yeah. We have things going on. So I need shows or I enjoy shows. No, granted, I still enjoy Succession. I watch it every week. But I need more shows in my life where I can have it on. But if Reed starts talking to me or asking me for something, I'm not missing yeah. gigantic plot points. I don't, I don't have those shows. Oh, you're missing. I can't. I can't. I don't have the, um, I don't have the attention span to... 
or my attention span like when I'm when I'm watching something I'm I'm either 100% Really? Yeah, I need to be Man, I'm folding. I need to be committed. I'm folding clothes. I'm emptying a dishwasher. I mean, maybe I I would bet that if I pulled up an episode of The Office. Oh, sure, but the that, show you've already seen like that, yeah. that that has to be different because the yeah, re- but, a, but anything where there's a a serial plot yeah. where it's like one episode to the next, you got to know who's who and what's going on, which are all of the good shows now. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's not many shows reminiscent of The Fast and the Furious where it's like <laughs> I'll miss a few explosions, but I can go to the restroom without having to pause it, right? right? Yeah. When you're watching Succession, you come back and you realize like yeah. a company's been uh broken down and traded away right. in the time it took you to wash your hands. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit different, but I I strive for those shows. And again, most of them are sitcoms where you can kind of be doing other things. You can be having dinner and having a, a light conversation about mm-hmm. whatever happened during the day or whatever. I, oh, man. Yeah. Those it's, are so important. It's funny because Annette is like that where we'll sit down to watch a show and 10 minutes in, she'll be like, oh, I'm thirsty and walk into the kitchen. And I'm like, what are you what are you doing? And she won't say, I'll say, I'm going to pause it. Nah. What? <laughs> what do you mean? No, you need. No. I Like, I wish I could do that. The but most- I'm just. I'm like, no, I need to, I need to yeah. focus on this. I need to know who that guy is. Yeah. I need to know what he's doing and why he's there. The most important or the most serious discussion of Stephen and Annette's marriage is going to come down to how willy-nilly Annette treats the television programming yeah. in the house. Annette, yeah. we, we, need to have, we need to have a real talk, Annette. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? You, uh, you're not taking succession as seriously as I am. Like when we rank our big fights – there's going to be crockpot, the crockpot fight, obviously number one. The drywall carrying incident will be. I won't even say two. I'll say one, yeah. one B, yeah. one A and one B. And then top yeah, of the list. And then it'll be uh, her non-commitment to watching TV shows that I like. Imagine that being the straw. Yeah. The proverbial straw. That's where it. It's like, I can't That's do it. this anymore. I let you scream at me about the drywall. I let you shame me about having two crock pots. I will not have you shame me <laughs> about not watching succession seriously enough. Yeah. That's how it is. Oh man. That is. Yeah. I, I never feel older than when I look at, you know, the 10 streaming services, all the new shows you hear about and read about and, that people tell you about and mm-hmm. you try to make time for, and then you're outdated before you even know it. No, It's uh boy, it ages you quick. Yeah. But yeah, that's why I don't know if I, in terms of what's out there, it is the golden age. Yes. But I don't know if that all necessarily means quality per se, mm-hmm. as much as it does mean, Hey, you have a billion options. Yeah. Pick one. You know, you've got, Julia Roberts doing TV, Kevin Costner doing TV, yeah. the the biggest celebrities in the world doing TV shows that, you know, they expect you to keep up with now and sign up right. for a new sir. Tom Hanks has had two movies released on a streaming service alone. How does that even yeah. happen? That's Tom Hanks, Steve. There's never been more unbelievable. More content. Unbelievable. Crazy. Hey, before we get to um the Fast 5, I want to make another mention. We'll make uh one or two more pushes here. For the last calls for the Stephen Kyle podcast, Cloak and Dagger non-denominational winter solstice gift exchange, the sixth annual. Yeah, solstice I just added, gift exchange. Just added somebody to the list. It was in our Twitter 
request folder. Oh, very nice. We are uh, we're creeping up on where we want to be. We still need a handful more. Yeah. So please, we want to top last year. Get your name and address in now. We we mentioned it last week, and it's no joke. We have seen more new names this year. Yeah. Than in any of the previous years, which is fantastic. And we called out some old names last week. Uh, apologies to Leanne. I believe I referred to her as a Scrooge at the end of the last episode. I got a strongly worded DM from her on Instagram saying, oh. you called me a Scrooge. What the hell? I'm in. We're still waiting. And I man. said, yeah, but uh, that was recorded before you were in. So justified. And then she backed off a bit. Rough news to find out. We have uh, officially lost one half, at least one half of the brothers Humphrey. <laughs> in a very, very verbal. I don't think it's a joke either. No, very verbal <laughs> comment on one of the posts regarding signing up. Uh, but yeah, the, some of the regular, the usual suspects. Questions. Please Does that join mean in. we're not going to be on their podcast? I don't know. Maybe we should send them a message or maybe we should just uh, talk about it right here. Hey, if you can get back to us this week, we'll be on your podcast, Stephen and Jeremy. Still trying to work out a date. Yep. Maybe that was it since we didn't get back to them quick enough. Definitely our fault. <laughs> but yes, please get your name in Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We'll mention it this week. Uh, we'll mention it next week, but the cutoff is going to be probably the day the next week's episode gets released, Steve, because that'll be the 30th. Yeah. And we're going to want to get names to people the the last the first few days of December. So we'll make the cutoff uh, Tuesday, November 30 right now yeah. uh, by the end of business. So about yeah. five o'clock. So yeah, about a week. And we'll put out a few more calls, but this is it. Let's get that. Let's get this total up to where we want it to be. We're a five thousand people. It's outstanding, though. I'm excited. I love watching this thing come Me together. Too. And then we start to seeing the gifts come together. I heard that uh, I heard from Trevor that we have a gift on the way to us. Oh, God, I love Solstice Season, Steve. Yeah. Now, uh, Trevor, if you're listening, just so you know, this episode is, by the way, it is Wednesday, November 17th, 2021, the year of our Lord, the Stephen Kyle podcast, the very strange, nearly one week in yeah. advance recording because I'm going to be away this weekend. Um, but Trevor had sent a message saying that something was on the way. It was our solstice gift. And I said, well, we don't deserve a solstice gift, but he insisted. I believe last time I checked the tracking, it is scheduled to arrive tomorrow. Oh, look at so that. So Trevor, if you were uh, hoping that we would be opening it on this episode, it, it has not arrived yet because of our strange recording schedule this week. What's really cool about watching this thing evolve every, every year that we do it too. I believe we're up to more than 15 states. This Are year. we really? That's cool. So um, the scope of it alone is kind of neat to yeah. watch. So did receive. I feel like our shaming has brought people. We had our uh, we had a regular who's been in part of the gift exchange who sent us gifts himself. John Chef mm -hmm. uh, had to message us say, hey, I'm going to be deployed over the holiday. So I'm not able to partake. Oh, so oh. nice excuse, John. Yeah. I mean, you and your full head of hair out across the sea. I even care. No offense. Nobody wants your gifts anyway. Oops, soldier. That's send quite me, all right, John. Send them a gift. But yeah, it's quite uh, all right. Honestly, it is, that is a uh, that is probably the best excuse we've heard. Yeah. No. Uh, no need to also even message us if you can't do it. You can't do it. It's totally fine. We understand. Uh, this is all one big joke. Yeah. For uh, yeah. Two hundred and ninety-one episodes. All one. Two ninety-two, man. Two ninety-two. Very close, very close. So, Steve, should we get to uh, 
Should we get to the Fast Five? Fast Five! Two, two, one, two, three, four, five, five, three, two, one. Yeah, let's do it. You want to go? Yeah, let me find the uh, note that I made with Super Timely and up to <laughs> up to the second. I hope it's like Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee. I did actually update them because I looked at them and I was like, some of these need to be updated. Yeah. The QAnon Shaman. Oh, boy. Looks like we're going to be sharing a few. <laughs> um, I believe that his sentence was pretty fair. What do you get? 41 months? 41 months in prison. I don't know how that works in terms of. You know, has he been in jail since January or has he been out? And I don't you know, know. How, is it? And, you know, he'll what? probably serve like seven months. And right. Then right. Get but yeah. So prison time for him. Kind of the face of that day yeah. Uh, yeah. on a lot of the photographs. Yeah, and the January 6th insurrection. In the heart of it. Uh, second, Thanksgiving. Love it. Hmm. Tier one. Three. Hashtag free Britney. Boy, you can't argue with the results. It worked, right? I mean, no, granted, <laughs> it took... It sounds like so, things were going on behind the scenes in terms of Britney Spears complaining yeah. for a long time, but that didn't do anything until this. I mean, what really was the major push was the New York Times documentary. Yes. That yeah. captured headlines and yep. was what we talked about a little bit earlier, the kind of the spark of social media for 48 hours until mm-hmm. they found something new and shiny. Right. But it worked. It I worked. Mean, it stayed, it stayed relevant long enough. And in terms of having to do the work through courts, this was honestly pretty quick the way it all yeah. kind so of happened. She, she's what? 38, 39 years old. Is she yeah. 40? Maybe I, she, she's probably early forties now that I think about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like basically just now living as an adult on her own yeah, for the first time, for the first she, time she still has, I believe she kept one of either personal conservator or a state conservator so yeah. there's still like some involvement but none by her family right who it seems like that's a that's probably uh, probably best memoir away from mm-hmm. making more headlines yeah well she, she was she's already been teasing an interview with oprah she can write yeah i guess well i don't know much more talented I, I, than me yeah well i mean i feel like i feel like she's kind of gotten a raw deal and probably hasn't gotten nearly the credit that she deserves right and for you know, for the last 25 years. Yeah. But I think the big takeaway is she said she has zero intent to go back to performing. Only wants to record music. Does not want to perform anymore. She was suffering wow. from anxiety attacks. Okay. I know a lot of people say the money is there, but there's so much that goes into those live performances yeah. that it has to be the least. Well, I'm not going to say least. It has to be the most rewarding part of all of it, but also the far, the most, the more difficult by far. And it's crazy too, because she had what, anyone on the outside would look in at and say, wow, what a sweetheart deal. Like right. she had that Vegas residency. Yes. I mean, it couldn't, you think that in terms of the music business, which we've all heard is just awful. Chew you up and spit you out. Um, that seems like it's probably about as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. You're, you do what? Four, probably four shows a week mm-hmm. in Vegas. You're same always place. in the same venue. Yeah. You're probably living in the penthouse of that building, so you take the take the private elevator down, do your show. Five minutes after the show, you're back in your back in your apartment. It's I mean it's easy to it's easy to look at and right. say, man, that sounds great. Next up, Tiger King two. Boy, I kind of lost interest. It's weird. This wing this thing is for me mentally. It kind of coincides with the start of the pandemic. Yeah, it was right yeah, around was like the, when this all started happening, and mm-hmm. Tiger King had sparked the fervor of the world again for about forty-eight hours. And I don't yeah. know that there's anything there for Tiger King too, in terms of 
Carol hates the people who make the series. I mean, look, if... There's been arrests. The whole zoo has been shut down. Yeah. The animals have been dispersed. Almost everyone's in jail that took part in that. I know that the Jeff Lowe, I think he's in jail. One of the guys died? I know Doc Antle was arrested. Oh, he was? I didn't see. Yeah. It it was a matter of time. This sheds some light on something. I don't know that there's enough there for a series for number two. If you want to do a follow-up hour, I would have been more interested. But, yeah, it's... Kind of weird how we where we are in the pandemic now, and the, hey, really another yeah maybe I'll watch whole it. another I mean, mini series. I would be this. like, a, oh, I'm on vacation, I got nothing else to do. Yeah, it's just going to be more jail calls mm-hmm. with Joe himself. Yeah, and then lastly, Steve Steve Bannon. Yeah, I don't really know. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about this. So he's he was uh, he was subpoenaed contempt of Congress, Congress right? Yeah, because they, they haven't show up. Yeah, they haven't used in 50 years. I think really something insane. They don't use it often at all, but. When you directly ignore a subpoena from Congress, um, kind of so he just didn't territory. show up. He just didn't show up. Wow! And ballsy move. Uh, so yeah, he was arrested, and he's still vowing to fight this now. And I don't think you're going to get any substantive answers or what you want. Yeah. He's at this point, he's more of a hostile witness. If mm-hmm. you even get him in front of this commission or this committee on January 6th, so um, I don't know that it means much unless you know. Maybe they do a Who knows? slap on the wrist of, you know, five days in jail, and then he comes out a martyr anyway. Right. Uh, before that, Tiger King 2 kind of talked about how the... Yeah. I mean, it was kind of kind of like when um, Making a Murderer had the second season. Yeah. And at first, I was really excited. Yeah. Because I thought, man, after watching that first season, sure enough, he's going to be... Get, he's getting out, right? He's getting out yeah. any minute now. And for about three months, you thought, oh, he's getting out. Yeah. Him, him and him and Brendan Dassey, they're both getting out of jail. Mm-hmm. And then here we are five years later and neither of them are out of jail. Um, yeah, I don't I, I feel like the Tiger King thing. Look, they struck gold with that. So it's not surprising that they're doing a second season. I don't it's not going to be any good, though. It's yeah, I, there's nothing there. I, I yeah. really don't think so. Outside of seeing the animals happy, maybe, which is maybe probably what a lot of people want. To yeah. be able to see footage of those animals that were taken from the zoo where they were right. uh, abused and um, not treated very well or fed mm-hmm. enough and actually living how they should in captivity. Before that, the Free Britney movement, he said kind of the first internet social media movement that I can think of off the top of my head that was successful in what it was aiming yeah. to do. Uh, me too. Right? No, you're, you're right. Yeah. I mean, but people would argue, yeah, the Me Too movement worked for, you know, the Weinstein, but... Right. That, you know, this week we're staring at Mel Gibson getting another director's announcement. Now, yeah. he wasn't directly related to Me Too. He's other. Right. He had other items before that. But I think a lot of people still look at that and say, oh, well, you know, we we picked and chose, mm-hmm. you know, the Weinstein, yeah. the Spacey, the the I don't even I can't even name the another one of a if there was a big three that got taken down. Mm-hmm. Weinstein and Spacey were two of the. The main ones yeah. and oh, Matt Lauer, Matt Lauer. Right, yeah. right, right. And, but yeah, they decided it's kind of a pick and choose. Well, you know, they're canceled or people just say, nope, I don't care. And I'm still going to work. And here we are with, yeah. but yeah, the free Britney movement. Uh, be curious to see what she does next. See if she mm-hmm. actually is. Is she mentally well? Is she, you know, I, I hope she does whatever yeah. she wants to do. Go, think be she's Go buy yeah. McDonald's if you feel like it. Do nothing. Where it sounds <laughs> like they would just not allow her to do anything yeah. whatsoever. They didn't. She didn't have phone access to shopping and mm-hmm. couldn't eat what she wanted, which is insane to think about. Yeah. Insane. Unless you're on in a nursing home and mm-hmm. dying. That's yeah. not the way anybody should live, let alone a 
a multimillionaire who sells out arenas. Mm-hmm. For that Thanksgiving, I think you and I agreed, uh, sufficiently tier two holiday. Tier one holiday. Borderline tier three. That's uh, tier one. Coming up next week. Well, this week, sorry. Happy Tier Thanksgiving, oh, Steve. Thank to you, you and your family. Sad. You're going to be no. uh, you're going to be home. We are going to be local, but about an hour away. Okay, that'll be uh, spending it with the family. Yeah, yeah. You seeing um, family that we haven't seen in most cases since Thanksgiving of oh, nineteen. Very nice. Yeah, very nice. That'll so be... the last time we saw them, um, Evelyn was two months old, mm. and it, that was the. Uh, I don't know if you remember clearly, as clearly as I remember the mm-hmm. night before that Thanksgiving, but we stayed at your house. because That's right. Big storm, right? <laughs> because we had an ice storm or a wind storm or something yes. that took out our power. And, Unbelievable. Uh, it was getting cold fast here. That's here what started. House. That's what turned you into a Jenny man. Oh, boy. And I've used it times since. You want to go outside and just fire it up? <laughs> See if it works. Just shake my <laughs> fist then, at this guy. Actually, do it next week. As a, as a like anniversary, the same time that you know, same date that the power went out two years ago. Yeah. Hey, Nat, shut it down. Listen to the generator kick up. Just say we're better off now. You know, remind Remember this. You. Just remind. Remember you. the good old days. And lastly, the QAnon shaman, kind of the face of that insurrection on January sixth, yeah. going to jail for yeah. sentenced forty one months. Yeah, he's the guy with no shirt, face paint, the yeah. Viking helmet. It was him. Bullhorn. It was the guy sitting on Pelosi's desk. Yep. I mean, there were there yeah. were anywhere between two and five faces of that thing that you can yeah. kind of remember. And uh, HBO actually did a, a pretty tremendous documentary on that day. I think it was called Four Hours at the Capitol or Six Hours at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. And boy, oh boy, that actually had me pausing to take a breath at the end. Yeah. Because there was a scene at the end of this documentary that had me... Uh, my heart racing a little bit and me like feeling like it had me very anxious mm-hmm. for what I was watching. Cannot imagine. Yeah. But yeah, that uh, those sentences trickling in now for mm-hmm. all those people who kind of stormed the Capitol on different yeah. levels. So, yeah, I mean, y- you did it. <laughs> was it worth it? I mean, the guy, he said today, the QAnon shaman or this week on his sentencing, mm-hmm. whatever it was, that he, he knows he made a mistake. He regrets it. Mm-hmm. So. I wonder if he's just saying that, though. I right. mean, but at that point, you're already sentenced, so maybe it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to get you out earlier for saying that after the fact. So, I think hopefully he realized, hey, oh boy, uh, he didn't come and give me a pardon, or he didn't. That's yeah, weird. He didn't save me, or he but didn't he, send me a video to the jury. Will he? If he gets reelected yeah. in in 2024, right? Anyone who's in jail still get. Yeah, actually, no. They, I, I don't think they will. I don't think they'd get that. There's already movements for either. What are they calling them? The January 6th political prisoners. Yeah. Which is just laughable. <laughs> it's just laughable. Thank you, heroes. That these people are turning into the victims in this case where people Thank died you. and were driven to suicide yes. following the circumstances. Yeah. Unbelievable. You are freedom fighters. All right. Number one, Rust. At what point do you just say Easy. we're shutting her down, right? Because... It they, hasn't been shut down. They yet? still claim that that movie. They're going to like finish making the movie. I think oh, that's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to find a crew for that. You would think that someone being shot and killed would be the end, yeah. and then th- that same week you're seeing images of a guy getting bit by a spider and losing sixty percent of his arm mm. from an infection. Nothing. I mean, who knows if this movie ever sees the light of day? Maybe it'll be a box office success because of all of the ridiculous stories around it. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Just Unbelievable ridiculous. what's happened here. Uh, next up, the COVID booster. 
Hey, I got mine. Get in line, people. If you're eligible, it sounds like it's going to be uh, endorsed for everybody. Mm-hmm. Soon. Like any day now, yeah. it seems like. So, I got mine. Uh, I had a routine doctor's appointment. Yeah. And when I was there, they said, okay, uh, yeah, you're due for this shot. I, I forget which one I needed. I was due for like a second one. And they're like, oh, do you want your uh, COVID booster while you're here? And I was like, I can get it. I said, yeah. Okay, do it up. So I got mine too. Very, uh, yeah, if you can get it, go ahead and do it. I mean, it's a half dose of what you got mm-hmm. months ago. So it's only it can only help. I know everybody's sitting here saying, well, you know, what is this? Is this just another in a long line of making me do this every year? Well, you know, that's where the flu is. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, possibly, possibly. Yeah. Uh, up next, the QAnon Shaman. We already talked at great length yes, about that uh, man. Weirdo. Uh, next, Thanksgiving. Ah. Tier one holiday, I'll let you tell us why. Very excited for the day after when I can get everybody out of my mentions and out of my ears saying, it's not Christmas time. You can't listen to Christmas music. It's Thanksgiving. Here's the official calendar, folks. From Halloween, the day after Halloween until the day of Thanksgiving, it's Christmas season. Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving is one day. Mm -hmm. Here's how I clarify it. Halloween is a season. Christmas is a season. Thanksgiving is a day. One day. Is a day. Mm. And that's how I treat it as such. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and say Thanksgiving is interrupting my Christmas season. <laughs> Are you going to be out there on Black Friday once again looking for the TV deal? Yeah, I don't need a TV, but I gave one here, so I might as well just go get one. A yeah, backup. You're, down, you're down a TV. <laughs> have a backup. You know, just leave it in the box, store it in the uh, storage room, and just have it. I was talking to somebody recently, and I said, I don't need a TV, but man, do I want a TV. I always find myself going out just to kind of poke around anyway, whether it's Blu-rays or any other gadgets that I don't need, yet I sit there and buy. The TV that we have upstairs is only a couple of years old, and I love it, but I'd love it even more if it was down here, and then an even bigger one on the wall upstairs, because the wall that our TV is on upstairs, like our living room, is it's... um, like a, I don't know, vaulted ceiling, I guess you would say. Like, you can see to the upstairs. So it's on a really tall wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could easily fit, like, a 500-inch TV on that wall. Right. Do you think that's too much? No. At what point do you just go projector, though? We had, there's nowhere to hang the projector, though, oh. because the the way that the ceiling is. You'd have to have, like, a 15-foot <laughs> pole extension arm, like a fan. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you wanted a fan in that room, you would need 15 feet. Yeah. It would look strange. There is a well, fan you're right. There. You're there really right, though. Yeah. Um, hmm. Hey, kind of handcuffed there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to have to get what's the biggest TV they make, like 85 inches or so. I bet you could. I mean, you could probably buy, you know, hundreds. But that, that once you get to that size, still the, the mm. cost is prohibitive. on yeah. those. You're talking thousands of dollars. Whereas if you go 75, uh, you know, maybe I'll just get two and stack them. You could probably still get a 75 for under a thousand bucks. Right. A, a pretty good one, too. Sounds nice. Let me try to do a really quick uh, Black Friday TV deal for yeah. you. Look, see if you can find a Samsung. I'd and like, we're, and I, you said I, you're I, talking I, talking big, right? Oh yeah, big biggest one they got. Not messing around with the fifties uh, and six. Sorry, bore myself. Seventy five, seventy five inches. Yeah. What do we got? Four K. Okay, that's good. Right? That's a lot of Ks. Samsung. It's at the local Best Buy. Eight hundred forty-nine dollars. Done. I'll take two. 
You can get a 65-inch Toshiba 4K for 529. 65. What am I, a peasant? I already have an iPad and a phone. <laughs> what else could I possibly need? 850 for 75 inches. That's Steve. insane. Unbelievable. I mean, that's a two-person carry, not even based on weight, just, just based, based on, on size. scope of it. How are you supposed to carry right. a box that shape? All right, I'm going to need to rent a truck. That's right. To you haul wouldn't it be home. able to fit that in in, no. the, in either Jeep or her no. car. Yeah, okay. Not a chance. So I got to get, about, old, so get about, the Manchi driving. You're at about 900 just based on having to rent <laughs> rent a, uh, a well, truck. Well, near us, the Best Buy is right next to the Home Depot. So I'll go to the Home Depot and I'll rent their truck for 20 bucks for the first 75 minutes. Again, to bring your new TV home. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Good deal. Beautiful. Uh, finally on my list, Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. She's still releasing all of her old albums, she's right? She's re-recording all of her new albums or all of her old albums. Yeah, that's, uh, I don't care. I mean, good for her for doing it because yeah. this is a way to get her music back from uh, Scooter Braun. Yeah, well, name. she's not getting it back. She's, she's getting just, the new She's match. going to own yes. her masters. Right. Her new ones. And she just had a big, uh, iHeartRadio, one of the big radio companies, yeah. just committed to replacing all of the songs okay. in their music catalogs with her new versions. So... Hmm. Scooter Braun will no longer continue to profit off of those old versions outside of from iHeart, at least. Okay. So outside of streaming, though, where... I guess that would be up to the individual company. What ver- yeah, I, mean, I think that I'm... Taylor Swift has enough sway. Yeah. Where if Taylor Does went she call to, Apple? If she calls up Spotify and says, hi, it's Taylor, can you play the Taylor's version and not the not the old version? Man, it's probably going to happen. Maybe. But yeah, yeah. I mean, good I don't know. But those, those companies also have the deals with the record companies. Yeah, who... right. I, I granted, I know so little about the overall facts of that whole case yeah, outside of because I don't know how music rights work. A, a very, very small portion of the population does. Maybe this is one of the only reasons we could convince Shike to talk logically and not sound like a just total buffoon if he knew anything about this this type of thing because. It seems like what he did wasn't like evil. The, it, these yeah. thing, he bought the masters, or he bought it was part of a sale. Because right? it seems like she had the option to buy them. Maybe she didn't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I, I, I mean, don't. I don't know nearly enough about it. Right. So if somebody can explain this to us, messages would like to talk to you. It's obviously um, not that cut and dry, though. Right. And it, but it, I mean, it doesn't matter. As soon as Taylor Swift says, "I've been wrong. They did this to me," mm-hmm. she has a fan base that is going to abide by that yeah. claim. So uh, Scooter Braun, no matter if he did something, even if it's sketchy and still right, legal, yeah. does not matter. He's now the villain. All right. Before that, we talked about the number one holiday of the year, Thanksgiving. Thanks. What's your favorite side dish? Tier three. Favorite Tier side three. dish, though. Come on. Uh, the crispy corners of stuffing. Oh. I don't love. Unique lo- take. I like stuffing. Like. I love the crispy parts Ooh. around the edge of that pan okay. where you get a little crunch. Yeah, stuffing Ooh. stuffing for me, it there's, I would say, seven out of ten times, I won't even take it. But every now and then, I kind of get a wild hair. and I'm Really? Like, yeah, and I always like it when I have it, but I never love it. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. Huh. It is a once-a-year thing, right? Like, yeah. I, I don't crave stuffing in April. No. I don't, you know, no. I'm not, but I'm also like, not craving I don't think turkey sto- in June. I don't think stovetop 
even sells. Shut down. Yeah. Shut down Basically, for nine yeah, months out of the year. Yeah, they shut down around, you know, mid-December. Like, all right, everyone's got their, their box ready. I am a... I'm a huge potato fan. Though. I'm a potato oh. head. I'm on all the potato forums. Yeah. So mashed potatoes are my second. Spud Bud one. <laughs> Spud Rooney sixty nine. <laughs> of course. Um. Yeah, I'm, man. Give me, give me mashed potatoes. Yeah. I haven't had potatoes in seven months at this point. There's been a real upswell of hate towards turkey the last decade too. Um, I don't know where that came from or why it started, but why? listen, enough. Turkey's fine. Turkey is good. Turkey's amazing. So everybody, because it started a couple of years ago, people started saying the worst part of Thanksgiving is the turkey. Oh, the worst part of Thanksgiving is hearing people talk bad about uh, turkey. The worst part of Thanksgiving is having to see family. <laughs> Before that, the QAnon shaman. Yeah, three and a half years in jail. We'll see how much he actually spends. We'll see mm-hmm. if this is kind of a tone set. Or other high-profile cases going to court so regarding which, that. Which political office will he be elected to when he gets out? Yeah, he's definitely going to be on a school board. Yeah. There's no question. And he will most likely be a state rep from somewhere. Because I believe those, you can just move to one of those yeah. uh, zigzag, like upside-down letter J-type townships that they make in all these yep. states. And. You know, your neighbor can't vote there, but you can because yeah. of the way they drew it up. Mm-hmm. And he'll get elected by like 95 to 5. Oh, That's how Marjorie Taylor Greene is like in no Friday danger. Night Lights when they redrew the district district lines. You know, so uh, who was that for? Was it J.D.? I believe that was J.D. McCoy. J.D. McCoy, yeah. Yeah, empty mailbox. Buddy put that mailbox on the ground. That's lot Buddy's mailbox. Lot of, lot of issues. Do you think... Look, I know that the rewatch podcasts are really big these days. You yeah, the Office ladies. They're already doing one of Friday Night Lights started two months ago. Who? Uh, played Tim Riggins, Billy Riggins. Oh, yeah. And the who he got married to in the show. I forget the actress's name. She oh, was Mindy. the stripper. Mindy. Mindy. Mindy Collette. Uh, they're doing a rewatch podcast of that are they show. Really? Yeah. Is it any good? You think I'm listening to that? It's a TV show. I'll just turn it on. But it's Billy Riggins. Yeah. Okay. I'll watch you act, Billy. You that bored? I think we could do a better one. Having never watched that one or never listened to that one, do you want to do a Friday Night Lights watch, like rewatch podcast? Hear me out on this. Uh-huh. Every Friday night, we get together, watch an episode, stream it. Obligation already. I mean, maybe we skip over the murder season. Do you do a rewatch? Do you do the podcast while you're watching the episode, or do you watch the episode and get together to talk about it? Watch the episode, get together to talk about it. I think that's a lot easier to to plan. Uh, To answer your question, no, I still don't want to do that. Before that, we had the COVID booster. Get your boosters, people. Could they have found two more inconsequential characters (laughs) from that show to get together to do that podcast? Uh, The COVID booster, yes. uh, might make you a little less sick than the last one for a shorter amount of time. Please yeah, go get them. Feel, I didn't feel great for about eight hours or so. Boy, it really made me feel a little bit better out and about, though, having it. Yeah. And knowing, like, you know, it's especially, back up to where it was when it started. So. Especially before the holidays. Right. And first on the list was Rust. The uh, Plagued, right? I mean, it's, oh. at this point, it's a plague production. There's been a, there's been deaths. There's been injuries. Um, there's going to be criminal charges from this yeah. thing, let alone civil charges about who's going to be responsible for this. 
How that happens is beyond me. Why is there even live ammunition on a set? Why? A, that seems to be the, uh, the million-dollar question. In any movie. We're in 2021. I've got aliens invading with Thanos in the middle of New York City, and the Avengers are saving mm-hmm. people. Yet we have to fire. We have real rounds on a film set? Yeah. It is. Backward. Is a little bit strange. Is a little bit strange indeed. I don't know. I don't know if I. Feel oh, look at that! We just lost Robert. I don't know if I feel Holland. bad for anybody. I mean, I, it seems like it was an accident. So, it, base of things, like boy, Al, Al Baldwin has to live with the guilt of this accident for mm-hmm. the rest of his life. Yeah. But then there's a lot of evidence. Hey, Al Baldwin's kind of a jerk, and yeah. Uh, but yeah, just an awful, awful set of circumstances there. That oof. Yeah. Not great. Uh, at Stephen Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Oh, wait a minute. What's that? Live from the Stephen Kyle Podcast broadcast headquarters, a big announcement. Annette is pregnant. What? (laughs) Are you serious? Well, back to this. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually going to fade this out because I feel like we're well, again, you can uh, join the gift exchange. That's at Stephen Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You got any more Gordon Lightfoot facts over there? Well, funny fact about Gordon Lightfoot, actually. <laughs> we were talking about it earlier. Back in 2002. Yeah. Me and Gordon are kind of brothers. Aortic aneurysm. Gordon Lightfoot oh, uh, on that? death's he, he door. A, he had a boo-boo as well. Huh? Had to be uh, airlifted to an Ontario medical center huh. where he stayed, and they had to uh, fix him up. I don't know how long huh. he was in there. I didn't dig that deep because he had the kind of the baby in yours on the bottom side of the or some kind of a... You're going to go to the show and ask him to sign your scar? <laughs> I got one too! First time Gordon's seen a bare chest in 40 years. And it's going to be me with a scar. <laughs> Six-week coma. Oh, and a boy. tracheotomy. Underwent four surgical operations. Huh. Uh, three months after being taken to the medical center, he was released in December to recover at home. Hmm. So, yeah, Gordon Lightfoot also, uh, like me, heart boo-boo. Yeah. All right. See you next week. You just couldn't wait, could you? I couldn't. <laughs> Could have done this at the start of the episode. No, no, I'm no, I can't. I, I gotta no, I gotta turn this off now. I need you to know uh, that as we sit here right now, Wednesday, November seventeenth, twenty twenty-one, the year of our Lord, you are officially the first person. Let's see. Obviously. I know, mm-hmm. and Annette knows. Mm-hmm. Our daughter knows, but she doesn't care. She's real dumb, <laughs> slow. Um, Annette's parents know. Mm-hmm. Annette's doctor obviously knows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No way of getting around that one. No. Um, no one else does. Ha! My my family doesn't know. Suck it, Mike. <laughs> uh, suck it, Lisa. Yeah, her yeah, and that's parents. Uh, the the monkeys on the side gig, no idea, and they shouldn't, right? What are they going to do? Celebratory feces throw? 
So this will not be mentioned at all in the um, in the description of the podcast this right. week. Um, See if anybody sticks around. This episode will be released Six really days. about the time that I am announcing it on the side gig. Could you? If, if someone who starts listening exactly at 7 a.m. So, yeah, so 7 a.m. when this thing is released. So if they start listening then by 8 a.m. is when they will hear it on the podcast. Right. Which is approximately the time that I am planning to okay. announce on the side gig. So do, I have to ask you. you still have those like really self-indulgent like three-minute intros? Yes. That's, okay. So, so we got like a three-minute buffer. Well, what I have to ask somebody is if you are – um, listening to this on the podcast as it was delivered to you. So it's uh, if you're if you look at your watch right now and it's just after eight o'clock on Tuesday, November twenty third. I would ask you to please not spoil this by texting the radio show or anything. That would be a really quick turnaround. Or commenting on anything saying congrats. I don't want to drum up any any attention. Mm-hmm. Because the I I like the surprise. I right. like revealing via surprise. Drop it on them at 8:15 too. Cuz what's your heart out 8:16? Maybe give us till like 8:30 cuz I <laughs> right. uh, I'm hoping it's in that first segment. It could be in the second segment. Yeah. Um and if it doesn't happen right when I think it's going to, I might delay the the uh, release of the podcast by about twenty minutes here or there. Um, but yeah, so there's the there's the big the big reveal. Man, I've got so much for you. The big news, and we um, most importantly though, on February sixth, twenty twelve, Gordon Lightfoot was presented with the Queen Elizabeth II <laughs> Diamond Jubilee Medal oh. by the Lieutenant Governor of Ontario. Hey, way to go, Gordo! A high honor. Is it? Didn't even get the real governor of Ontario. Got the lieutenant. Mm. That's a shame. Wow. Well, I mean, listen, we don't have time to dig into all this because I've got a million questions. I I mean, obviously. Is is your first question, will the child be named Gordon if it's a boy? Absolutely. You could single-handedly today announce to the world that you're bringing back Bing. (laughs) Bing Lightfoot McKiernan. Oh, my God. That's not bad. That's not bad. I mean, we, we, got, we running we got, up the flagpole. Look, we got plenty of time. This is very exciting, Steve. I couldn't be more thrilled for you Thank guys. You. And can't be said enough. Terrified Thank for you as well. I am absolutely um, my pants. I, I have millions of questions about uh, what do you got? Did plans change, or was this a uh, boo boo baby? <laughs> did we have plans? No, I thought we had had uh, discussions in the past. How? It was you were going to wait a couple of years, but it has been a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, this, she's two. This, she's two. This pretty much, uh, yeah. pretty much went according to plan. Wow. Uh, yeah. So when's the house going on the market? Oh yeah, we're going to be out of here. You need more room. <laughs> if there's one thing we can all agree on, it's that you need more room. Right? I, I just can't see a future in this place. There's stairs. You know what stairs do? Kill people. You see that backyard? You know what trees do? Fall on people and kill, and kill people. Them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. You got an electric fence out front. Mm. You want your newborn running into an electric fence? No. We don't no know what that sir. does to the human body. No, sir. Nope. No one's ever been electrocuted before. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't possibly know what the effects are. There's just the unknown, you know? And 
So that's right. We'll get this thing on the market. We'll get you guys a nice, uh, nice, nice new uh, ranch. Yeah, nice uh, what five bedroom ranch? Five bedroom ranch, no basement, uh, uh-uh. no electrical fence, and not a lot of lawn space because again, trees no. kill people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's gotta be a, on the pole. Gotta have a shop too. It'll be on the pole, or all trees do is kill people. <sighs> Boy, it feels good to. To say that, to reveal it. That is, it's that weird. Now, I don't know when you, you guys found out, but yeah. is there, was there that weird nerve, nervous tension? Yeah. Because you don't really, you kind of know, right? You're like, yeah, I took a pregnancy test. Oh, um, we knew. I mean, we've, we've known for eight weeks. Okay. Um, but yeah, this, this one definitely different um, mm. in terms of us talking about it because i was i'm excited as hell i want to talk about it and mm-hmm. i know annette's excited too but um she was a little more nervous this time around which okay I, I totally get i totally understand so it was a lot of like ah, let's just, uh, wait let's hold off until the appointment and then so yeah yesterday we heard the heartbeat for the first time and Man. pretty amazing so when's the rest of the family find out uh they will find out this friday okay um, told my dad, my dad found out last night and that's parents found out last night. So yeah. You want me to act surprised when I talk to Mike next time? <laughs> you got to hold it over and be like, oh yeah, old news. <laughs> oh, that? <laughs> what else you want to talk about? Yeah. What a movie that came out in 2006. Seen that recently? <laughs> Idiot. Old news. Yeah. So everyone, everyone will find out when we're at my mom's house on Friday. Hey, that's exciting. Yeah. It'll be fun to... Because everyone, I, I made sure, I was like, hey, is everyone going to be around on Friday? It would be cool to, you know, get all the kids together. Yeah, so this is after steak dinner, or before? This is before steak dinner. Okay. Yeah. So before steak dinner, you're going to drop the bomb, leave Annette to answer a million questions. See you later, going out, there's to, no going fun, out to drink and eat steak with the boys. There's no fun way to address that, though, because you're the guy, you're leaving her with your family. Yeah. And you're like, hey, we're pregnant. So somewhere... Somewhere in the back of all the minds in that house, they're like, oh, they were banging like <laughs> however many weeks ago, and now we're sitting here like, woohoo! Yeah. Happy New Year! Happy anniversary of that time, however many weeks ago you two had sex! <laughs> it's such a weird thing, it is, right? It is, because we all know. We all know how babies are made. Right, right. And it's, I, it, I just think because it's funny. Because you, you always see everyone kind of like, oh, how far along are you? Oh, 11 weeks. And then they kind of do that thing where they look up to the sky like. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh, yeah, that was, well, that, they were out at so-and-so's wedding and they had to call an Uber to get home. So, yeah, you know, they were drinking, whatever. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, the math adds up. Like, yeah. I don't want people to do that no, math. No, no. No. Leave the math alone and yeah. just stop. No need. And don't, don't no need to do that. Don't we do all, numbers. We all know how this stuff happens. We all know. Well, that is. Listen, this is exciting. I'm I'm terrified for you. Um, we'll get more into it next week because I think this is what kills the podcast. <laughs> not a tree. No, I mean trees will kill people. Not a stair. Not the stairs. Stairs kill people too. I think your your second unborn child is what's going to kill this podcast. Okay. <laughs> We'll get into that in about, what, 10 days. We're not going to record for... It's going to be a while. That's right. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. 
Enjoy your time. Greatest holiday of the year. Please, please sign up for the Solstice Gift Exchange. We're going to lock that down here by the time this ep- the next episode is released next yep. week. So we want to finalize that list and get those names out to everybody here very soon. At Stephen Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you can DM us and we will get you on the list. All we need is your name and your mailing address. And then in about a week or so, we will be messaging you back with who the recipient is that you will be sending a gift to. Yes, so pretty quick turnaround usually on that. few days. Yep. So we will talk to you soon. See you next week.